This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you, coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocket can I love this country for many reasons, including because it's so diverse in its weather, among other things. I happen to be near the ocean, where it's currently 62 degrees. Ty Dunn, the author of The Blood and Guts, How Tight End Save Football, which is available now, an excellent NFL writer, insider, podcaster, is probably somewhere in a home surrounded by eight feet of snow. Good morning, Mr. Dunn. Good morning. I tell you what, you're not far off. It was... uh... It was a war zone here in, in Western New York when it comes to this weather. Just un, unbelievable. I mean, I think a lot of families, a lot of folks had it that it worse than us, but we definitely were uh, out there with the snowblower, you know, multiple times and taking a hair dryer to the snowblower to melt the ice that would lot, get lodged in there and shut it down, you know, every time that you tried to swipe. So it was a, it was a challenge. It was a challenge. I can relate. I had to wear a, a, a sweater yesterday to the to the to the uh, Chargers Chiefs game, and it was hard. Hey, what I've been telling everybody though, yes, we have awful <laughs> weather here in Buffalo, New York, but we also get to pay really high taxes, so we have that going for us too in New York State. So it's good. all working. Ty, let me ask you a question. Now, I don't mean eight feet of snow or five feet of snow, but I got into a huge debate with with Tom DeCelestino, the executive producer. I think that more games should be played in snow. I, I, I'm all about including Super Bowls, which is not my question. Diesel thinks that no game should ever be played in any snow. He thinks snow is never football weather. Where are you on the spectrum of what constitutes football weather? Oh, hell, like you said, I, I wrote the, the blood and guts. I, I think you know my answer. It's got to be in the elements, any elements, all of it. That's football. That's what makes yeah. football different than any other sport is you have to deal with Whatever the weather is, rain, sleet, snow, heat. I mean, my God, Kellen Winslow is, you know, staggering around and it looks like he's going to die on a football field out of there in the Orange Bowl. I mean, that's an iconic football moment in the heat. I, I just, I was kind of selfishly uh, disappointed that the snow was so bad here in Western New York that they had no choice but to, you know, get, get the hell out of Dodge and, and play in a different stadium because you're right. It, it would have been a lot of fun if the snow could have been timed up it's Sunday, and it wouldn't have been bad enough to just force them to go elsewhere. Ty Dunn, who's a real man, uh, Tom, here on uh, here on the show. Ty, I was at that Chiefs game last night, and it's just amazing how easy it is to just expect Patrick Mahomes to do Patrick Mahomes things, and Travis Kelsey to be a huge 
part of that. Three touchdowns again yesterday. And afterwards, Mahomes said nonchalantly that Kelsey's the best tight end in the history of the game. What struck me, maybe the first time, is if not accurate, at least a worthy topic. You're the expert. You wrote a, a great book on tight ends. Is Travis Kelsey worthy of conversation for being the best tight end in the history of the sport? I mean, he's got to be in the conversation. I, it's all about eras, and that, that's what makes it so difficult is I don't think you can just look at raw numbers because, I mean, Mike Duck, Mike Dicka, John Mackey, I mean, they created the position a, a long time ago. I mean, there, there was no such thing as a tight end before they busted onto the scene, and they're not necessarily going to put up you know, three touchdowns a game. Um, you know, I, I really think it's Rob Gronkowski because he did everything. I mean, this is a dude that just pillaged everything in his path, and it was it was fun, it was electric, it was violent. I, I think he preserved just um, authenticity and personality in the sport too. I mean, to do what he did in, in in Patriot Land, right, with Bill Belichick, where we we all think like he's sucking life out of the sport itself and. Here's Rob Gronkowski just living like there's no tomorrow, partying like there's no tomorrow. He, he is the one who really did save the sport at a critical time when the flags and the, and, and the fines are flying and they're trying to soften the product. And, and we couldn't get enough of the Rob Gronkowski uh, you know, car crashes every week. Um, I, I'd give it to him. But Kelsey's, Kelsey's dang good. I still really like George Kittle because, yeah, it, you're not going to get the numbers that you get out of a Travis Kelsey and Kittle. But then you look at the box score and you see that the 49ers ran for 250 yards. Well, Kittle's a huge part of that, too. I mean, what, what they do schematically with him to just unleash Kittle as a blocker on, on anybody. All, all 11 players are susceptible to get crushed by George Kittle. I really do feel like that should count for a lot more than it does. Ty Dunn here on the show. Ty, uh, full disclosure, I'm going to give you my perspective. You don't have to, of course, agree with it. But this is not a safe space for Kirk Cousins supporters, necessarily. I, I, I may occasionally be, um, I would describe it as accurately unkind. Uh, what is your evaluation of, of Kirk Cousins? And I mean the likelihood he can lead the Vikings to the kind of success that their record before last night indicated was possible. Where do you come down on Kirk Cousins, the closing quarterback, the late-season quarterback, after yesterday's game? It's weird. I, I, I want to give every team one week to stink, right? Every team is going to have a clunker. Now, that was really bad. That was really, really bad. I don't think anybody saw 40-3 to three at home coming from this team and this quarterback. So, you know, maybe I'm being too soft, but I still really like Kevin O'Connell, the Minnesota Vikings, how they shifted away from a tyrannical regime to this one that gets the absolute best out of one out of 53. They genuinely are happy to go to work. They're not scared of their own shadow in the secondary and getting reamed out you know, in the meeting room on Monday morning. I mean, I, I've talked to these guys. They, they, they were afraid to play off instincts. They were, they were afraid to just trust what they believe and make a play. They're, they're not like that anymore with Kevin O'Connell. I, I think that means something. And, yeah, the DVOA and all the metrics tell you that this Vikings team is, is average. But I think culturally, like the older you get, I'm 35 now, I think the older you get, the more you realize, yeah, culture does kind of matter. It does. If it's done right, it matters. I, I think that they did change the culture for all the right reasons in Minnesota, um, and I'll, I'll give him a pass on, the, on this one week. But, hey, I, I could be dead wrong. I still think you can win with Kirk Cousins, with this office, with this coach, with the weapons they have around him. I mean, Justin Jefferson might be the best player in the, in the sport, the best non-quarterback anyways. Ty Dunn here on the show. Ty, speaking of giving teams a pass here and there, 
right? It's a very, 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 very historically rare teams go undefeated. Do you have the Bills and the Chiefs as in a class to themselves? I, I did up until a couple weeks ago. I, I'm a little concerned. Now, they got back on track. They ran the ball well, and you know, they, they were able to take care of business um, at Ford Field against Cleveland. But, you know, I, I think that Josh Allen, these last three weeks before, it, it, it was strange. I mean, we saw the sort of mistakes that we just haven't seen out of him since his rookie year, just throwing it right to the other team. Um, you know, fumbling the quarter, the quarterback center exchange, just costing his team the game late in games. It's, I, I still think he's got to kind of work through that funk. And you know, the first half was a little choppy against the Browns. So let's see how he does against better opponents. And, but more than that, I think that Cincinnati and Miami are two teams that are going to get hot or are hot at the right time. I mean, Miami's offense is just – when it's rolling – and Mike McDaniel's calling the game, and, and two is accurate, and he's hitting guys in stride, and now they have a, a running game with Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert. They, they're unstoppable. I mean, I really think that they can just run through, throw through anything. I mean, it, it's like an NBA Jam game. It's, it's unbelievable what Miami's doing offensively. And, and then Cincinnati, I mean, Joe Burrow is one of the more cerebral quarterbacks in, in the entire NFL. I mean, at the line of scrimmage, the way he sees the game, and knows how all 11 defenders play off of each other. You saw it against Pittsburgh. No Jamar Chase, no Joe Mixon when he gets hurt, and he still throws for an insane amount of yards, four touchdowns, you know, decodes and dissects and just dismantles your defense. Um, I I love Cincinnati. I think they're going to heat up exactly as they did last year because they have a a, a thinking quarterback. Yeah, he does all the other stuff. He's athletic. He's got a big arm. But I I think that he's next level with how he reads the defense. Tydon, where would you put the Ravens in your your pecking order in, in the NFL? Man, it's 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 tough because they, yeah, they won, right? They the defense is what it is. They they've got studs. They've got they got the turnovers when they needed it. Just something's missing on offense, and it's I feel like it can catch up with a team like the Ravens because we've seen it catch up to the Ravens where they get in the playoffs, and you do need to just take your layups in the passing game. You, you, it's hard to win three, four games in a row that time of the year against really smart defensive coordinators, really good defenses, just with, with, with athleticism. And I love Lamar Jackson. I'm a big Lamar Jackson guy, but I, I feel like they're going to get to that point. And if, if I were to have to take Lamar Jackson or Joe Burrow, I would take Burrow because of the accuracy and just knowing who you have to hit, when you have to hit that receiver and stringing along these these 10, 11, 12, 13 play drives because, I mean, look how defenses are playing everybody in the NFL. A lot of, you know, two deep looks, um, exotic quarter quarter coverages, blended with cover two coverages. It's, there's a reason we're not seeing as many big plays across the entire NFL. G- give me that quarterback who can still fit a tight throw into a tight space on third and long over, you know, something that we, we all love, Lamar Jackson as, as an athlete, but just it comes up short in January. Ty Don, our friend here on the show, the author of The Blood and Guts, How Tight End Save Football. Ty, as you get older, I'm 44. You mentioned earlier as you get older, you sort of learn life lessons. And one of them I've seen from experience is it's hard to know whether you should appreciate what you have or whether there's something better down the way. And I'm thinking of a couple buddies who really thought that their wives were holding them back and, and decided to, to, to make a change and, and have become like the guy, right, who doesn't have direct TV. Remember those commercials? 
And I'm wondering in that context if that applies to Russell Wilson, if he's just missing that organization, if he's just physically a different player, if everything's going to be fine. Do you have any guess? Can you make sense for all of us what in the world is going on with, with, with Russ? I think he's old and, you know, teetering. I mean, he, he's, he's a close-to-being-washed quarterback, and if he's not washed already, this isn't – this just isn't the same guy. I mean, he's he's up there in age, and he's a quarterback that relied on that improvisation and mobility and athleticism and creating um, outside the confines of an offense. And, you know, Seattle, man, they caught a lot of flack for not letting him cook all those years, right, and throwing to undrafted receivers. But he was able to just kind of freestyle and freelance, and it, it worked late in games where now he's not as quick, he's older, in a different offense with an overwhelmed head coach. I mean, that's objectively we can say that. This has been awful for Nathaniel Hackett, and I think we're all going to be surprised if he survives the season there. It's You add it all up and you see what you see. It's an offense that is so hard to watch on your eyeballs. I mean, it's, it's just brutal. I, I was watching that game last night. It, you know, you had to step away and, you know, bust out the <laughs> snowblower, even if you didn't need to snowblow at that at that point because it was – it's bad. It's hard to watch Denver's offense, and that's been the case all season. So I, I don't really see how they get out of this. I mean, they're stuck with him with that terrible contract. Um, and good on Seattle. I mean, Seattle did what Green Bay should have done. You see the same stuff out of Aaron Rodgers, and Seattle had the guts that Green Bay did not have to trade your franchise quarterback for a haul. They, they should have. Ty, Don, last one for you. I, um, I like Dan Campbell. I found him amusing. I, I love bite their kneecaps off. I like to, ah, it's my bite kneecaps off sound. But sort of quietly, I mean, they, um, they're not they're not winning any Super Bowls this year, but they play hard for that guy. They, they've improved. Do you think, let's say on a two-year timeline, do you see a reason to believe that maybe Detroit can be a, a competitive football team under this coach going forward? I tell you, they, they've been competitive for a while now. I know they're 4-6. and six. But they lost a lot of the close games early in the season. And I thought that Dan Campbell really hit it on the head when, you know, after this last win, which is his most impressive win as the head coach, to, to go into New Jersey and just, you know, beat up the New York Giants that have been playing so well. Um, I, I think that he put it perfectly in saying that hey, this is the same Lions team that shows up day in and day out, regardless of outcome. And it's another one of those culture things that sounds cliche. It sounds like something we hear everybody talk about, but. That means something. If you can really get your players to work hard and to have energy and to be excited to go to work when you're suffering these demoralizing losses that they've, that they've suffered, right? I mean, they got the, the, a close loss to Seattle, a close loss to Philadelphia, Minnesota. They've had some more brutal losses after a whole season full of them in 2021. I, I think that Dan Campbell's right. I mean, this is the same team. And, and they, they still approach it the same way, and they took a gamble. I mean, I think they had the first or second youngest team in the NFL into this year, and when you do that and you don't have veterans, um, it can backfire. It did. Their defense is just historically bad at times. But you do have a, a blank canvas. You, you can create a culture really from scratch and really get guys to buy into what you're trying to build. That, that's what they've done. They've got to get a quarterback eventually, right? I mean, I don't think we, we think Jared Goff's going to be there for a decade, but I think around that position, their offensive line just takes names and, and kicks a lot. They, they've got an operation that I, 
I know they're nine-point underdogs to the Bills. I wouldn't be surprised if they won on Thanksgiving Day. I really wouldn't. I love that. Ty Dunn is the author of The Blood and Guts, How Tight Ends Save Football. Now, this is holiday shopping week, getting ready for the Christmas holiday. If you've got a, a loved one who loves football, loves great writing, if, like me, you have a friend who's a great person but needs to get their man card in order by understanding what toughness is about, uh, this is the book. Lots of ways that this applies, <clears throat> Tom. The Blood and Guts, How Tight Ends Save Football. Ty, as always, buddy, love having you on the show, man. Have a great holiday week, and best of luck digging yourself out from that blizzard in your neck of the woods. <laughs> you got it, brother. Thanks so much for the book love, and, and greatly appreciate everybody out there uh, adding blood guts to the library. It was, it was so much fun, such a passion project, and, and grat- I'm so glad that everybody's loving it. Appreciate you, buddy. Ty Don on the show. Diesel, would it be an act of – I'm going to ask Tom here a question before we get to the next segment. Would it be in your mind's eye, in, in your view, Tom, at Diesel CBS on Twitter, an act of friendship – and and camaraderie or something less if I got to the book, but I, I wrote to Tom, I hope this book will help you become more of a man. Signed, someone who knows what football weather is. Uh, yeah, I don't know a lot about friendship. Some would say I don't have a lot of friends, but <laughs> I think I yeah. think that would not be an act of friendship. Don't you have like 15 friends from high school you hang out with? Uh, I do have a big group of friends from high school who were all invited to my wedding. Um, yeah. That's probably about it. A, a smaller group from college, and uh, I don't know if anybody around these parts, these hallways, would actually say that they're friends with me at work. I would. How big is your high school group? Uh, there's seven of us. How many? Like, how many of those guys do people actually not like? Uh, <laughs> so long for the ride. I would say that I'm good friends with. I hope they're not listening. Four of them. Four of them. Well, if three of them aren't listening. They shouldn't be your friends. Support D Cell. At D-Cell CBS. Come on. Uh, buy or sell's coming up, and we've got a lot of exciting stuff, including soccer, it's World Cup, and some more football next here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. I'm still trying to understand what a super sexual would be. Or is 
We have to say is because maybe, maybe that's a real thing, although we don't know what it is. I don't go into my junk mail anymore to look at it because it's horrible, but maybe there are emails in there about supersexuals. You won't know if you don't look at it. Vitamin supplements that will help you get there. I don't know. All kinds of different <laughs> things. Uh, by the way, Senegal, Netherlands is a great soccer game right now. Frankie de Jong, as, as I'm sure you'll know, uh, very talented midfielder that's been on the outs for Barcelona, but kind of back in the mix here, uh, Diesel, missed a golden opportunity to score. Took a, a touch too many. But it's been a fun, fun game. After, as I'm sure you also know, I'm sure you watched it. I got up early to watch it. After England just destroyed Iran. As you were giving those, uh, those descriptions, Bogus just went up and put the game on the television in the studio. It's a really good game. And I'm gonna, I got Bogey. I got a chat today in the old BetQL app if you want to come hang out. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, I'll see you there for sure. Fra- oh, man. What a, what a, <laughs> don't use your voice you use when Diesel asks you to get a beer. Come on, man. I, I just, or when I, I ask you to get a beer. Yeah, no. I, or I, anything. Yeah, true. Fair. Um, I just am not free this afternoon up until kickoff. And then I'm going to scramble into the train watching the game on my phone oh. as I head back to Long Island. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. All right. I understand. Yeah. You, you know we should. You know what's the next best thing as a group, as a friendship, as a triumvirate of friends? Mm. Or as me and you plus Diesel? Yeah. Buy or sell. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. Still plenty of NFL news and nuggets to get to today, Bill, so let's jump right in. News and nuggets and jump right in. I know you're going to have a field day with news. that. News oh. and nuggets and jump right in. You know what I'm not a big fan of? I don't like Chicken McNuggets. Sell Chicken McNuggets. Sell. I don't even know what to say to that. I would still eat Chicken McNuggets, chicken tenders, any any form of that. Delicious. I like chicken tenders. I like Chick-fil-A's whatever the nuggets. I just think McNuggets are not great. I don't even know what to do with that. The Eagles scored 14 points in the fourth quarter yesterday to beat the Colts 17-16 in Indy. And after the game, Philly head coach Nick Sirianni didn't hold back. I'm emotional because I love Frank Reich. I really do. And he's uh, he's one of the best damn football coaches I've ever been around. So... Yeah, uh, yeah, I was hoping that, that him and I would be able to coach against each other uh, in this game. But he he is one of, he he's my one of my biggest mentors. I got my dad, I got Larry Karras, and, and I got Frank Reich. And Frank's such a good football coach. And uh, yeah, you don't want to know what I think uh, of if he should be here or not. But because uh, you guys can probably imagine what I really think. Um, and uh, I love him. And uh, so I got a little bit emotional about that. Sirianni, of course, was Frank Reich's offensive coordinator in Indianapolis for three seasons. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell Nick Sirianni, letting it be known that he doesn't like what's going on with the Colts. Buy, I loved it. I love the loyalty. Buy. There's not enough of that in the world, Andrew. Um, (laughs) Buy or sell that despite the loss, that was another pretty good performance for Jeff Saturday. Buy. Bogey, where you at? Yeah, with all due respect to Nick Sirianni, uh, is Jeff Saturday proving that Frank Reich shouldn't have been there anymore? Is that the bigger takeaway for now, that somehow Reich was more of a problem than Sirianni thinks? I, I don't know. At a minimum, I think that's a buy. Yeah. Buy. 
Because I think now it's with Saturday, it's the question is, is he addition by subtraction or is he addition? Right. And, I, you know, it's hard to know that from the outside. But, I mean, for those of us who and, – and this is not a cop-out. It still is, at face value, a ridiculous decision from Jim Irsay. And yes. one win and two decent performances doesn't change that, nor is it the final answer on what Jeff Saturday is in charge of the organization. I can't get over his name, though. Saturday belongs on Sunday. I mean, that would be just such a great, you know. Bye. Thank you. All right. I didn't like the look on Bogus's face. Yeah, I didn't Sell know. the look on Bogus's face. I was confused because I saw a look on your face, and then you're, I was you didn't follow up. I was soccering. I was yeah. soccering, too. So uh, Senegal had a clear shot at goal. It looked like it was going to go in, and one of the Netherland defenders came out of nowhere to header the ball away. Sucker! All right, on Friday, we discussed the Patriots having a 13-game winning streak against the Jets as New York went to Foxborough this weekend. Now, let's set the scene. It was a 3-3 game with just seconds to go in the fourth quarter when the Jets punted this courtesy of Patriots Radio Network. Marcus Jones returning for the pass despite an earlier ankle injury. He waits on the right hash mark of the 25. The snap, waist high, pressure-free punt. And it's a good one, forcing Jones to backpedal. Right side at the 16. Stabbed left, ran it right down the sideline, to the 40, to the 50. To the left, left at the 45, beats the punter to the 35-30. Marcus Jones down the middle of the 10, into the end zone. Touchdown! No flag! Touchdown, Patriots! Way to call timeout! Way to bleed the clock! And the special teams and the defense wins it for you! Almost in a walk-off. Out of board, Jets. You're ready for prime time. Get your buses started. Get on the plane. See you back in New York. That, of course, was Bob Sosi on play-by-play and none other than Scott Zolak as the color analyst. My question to you, Bill. Buy or sell the Patriots winning on a punt return touchdown with five seconds to go in the game makes the now 14-game losing streak to the Pats even worse for the Jets. Yeah, bye. Bye. What is none other than? Who else would he be? None other than Andrew Bogish, as opposed to Andrew Bogish being Tom DeSalcino? I was trying to set it up. We know that Zolak always gets crazy with those calls, so I was saying none other than. Like, you you know what I meant. People I say know, that. I'm not that, criticizing you. I'm it criti- sounds I, like you are. Criticizing the expression. It felt like a D-cell shot. I got to be honest. <laughs> All right, sell me. Sell my yeah. comment. That's not what I... Sell. I, I, I mean a lot of those, but not that, not that one. Because I those ones, those make me smile. I like those ones. But it's like, wait for it. None other than you've got like you've got these little transition, like mini transitions, did little I use, superlatives. Did, did I use it properly? Um, or was I, it was it too much? I mean, I guess I technically it was proper. I don't know why Scott Zolak deserved it because he's known to make those over the top calls. Right. Okay. Okay. I got you now. Buy or sell your Sirianni D cell and Bogish is your mentor Frank Reich of linguistics. Sell. <laughs> yeah. Sell. Uh, but I'm still gonna ask him, even though this is a short week, probably five more times this week for proper pronunciations and facts right. and research. U S A. It's it's literally how it's spelled. <laughs> Which if you was the Jets fan, oh D cell, you're the Jets fan. 
Buy or sell Zach Wilson is going to be a failure. Buy. 77 yards passing yesterday. You got a rookie wide receiver calling him out that the offense is terrible. There's nothing you've seen. Yes, they have a nice record. Their defense has played well. There's nothing you've seen that would make you say that Zach Wilson can be a franchise quarterback. I agree. Dan Orlovsky, I believe, was the one who wrote, does this guy know the playbook? Yeah, I saw the video breakdown. It's pretty damning. Yeah. Not great. Not great. But, Bogus, we go from my team to your team. Another tough loss. The Giants... The Giants fell to 7-3 and three after their home loss to the Lions yesterday, 31 Wait, they eight. lost yesterday? To the Lions? Are you sure? They were supposed to win all of their remaining games. I'm yeah, sure, because yeah. I bet on the Giants. Like, <laughs> idiots. And then, speaking of tough losses, the Rams may, just may have had their slim playoff hopes dashed yesterday as they lost to Andy Dalton and the Saints, 27-20. L.A. is now 3-7 and seven on the year. Buy or sell bill that the Giants lost to the Lions yesterday was worse than the Rams lost to the Saints. Sell. I think the Rams were Sell. Worse is loss. <laughs> like that statement. So the none cow- other than Andy Dalton beat the Rams yesterday. That's what you're saying? This, this right it. here. This is why I don't like you. This right here. You bring <laughs> it back. You bring it back. You won't let it go. Wait, I forgot this. Were you an Andy Dalton guy? No, nobody no, was. No, he's bringing back my none other than. Oh, I, I went over my head. That was good. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. I Bye. missed it. I missed it. I, was, I might have been watching soccer in the corner of my eye. I, And we just talked to Ty Dunn about this. Detroit has played teams tough this year. They've been a surprisingly gritty team. I mean, they've been none other than the Lions. Bye. No, I did it wrong. Oh, yeah, I did it right. Are, you, are we good on the Rams now? Like, they're done, right? The season's over. Cooper yes. Cup out six to eight weeks. Like, we're good. Yes. You Goodbye. have not gotten my, to my – I'm really excited about one of these questions, by the way. I'm very excited. Is this is the next one? Uh, we can get there, but maybe – just maybe. I want to, I want to you know, check in on your love-hate relationship with your Chicago Bears. Oh, another solid statistical game for Justin Fields and yet another loss for the Bears – but perhaps more important, Fields injured his non-throwing shoulder in the final moments of the game yesterday. Fields was tackled and landed awkwardly on that shoulder. The injury happened on a designed run play. Now, Fields ran the ball 18 times yesterday for 85 yards in the loss to the Falcons. Buy or sell that this injury is evidence that the Bears have to run Fields, have to run the ball less with Fields, I should say. It's none other than... Um... I'm gonna sell. I think sell. I think it's situational, but I. This is how he is. We've seen what he what he can do, or really what he what he can't do when he's not free to run and to use his, his athleticism. It's it's just it's gonna be part of the deal. All right, let's get to some college football here. Another chaotic weekend as number three Michigan and number four TCU escaped with wins over unranked teams on game-winning field goals in the final seconds. Then there was number five, Tennessee, losing to unranked South Carolina. Get this, 63-38, to while USC only enhanced their playoff chances with a 48-45 win over number 16, UCLA. It was the Trojans' first top 25 win on the season. Buy or sell, it's looking like USC will make the college football playoff. I, bye. I, that, that, was, yeah, bye. that was my sort of overarching thought as they won that game against UCLA. UCLA was up a little 
a little bit early on. What a, that was a good game, too. Buy or sell, get this, and then the score of that South Carolina-Tennessee game. That's you, another one of your little tru- tools. I love these. I think it's a compliment. I like them. They make me smile. So, I didn't say uh, so. Because I, I'll just say, like, get this. I feel like people might already know. But he's making sure we're paying attention. He's locking Look, us back the in. The Chargers were going to win yesterday, but get this. Patrick Mahomes at a game-winning drive. I mean, that's... Exactly. You guys done? You I like it. Bye. Bye. Thank you. All right, let's stay in college football. Are you guys done? <laughs> Never. Let's stay in college football here, but get this. Nothing, <laughs> nothing to do with the games themselves. Over the weekend oh, on the great. SEC Network, analyst Peter Burns and former NFL tight end Ben Watson had an awkward exchange during their studio halftime report. By the way, did you not get the memo on the suits? We all went dark today. You were, you're like Easter yeah. service. Y- y- y'all kind of leave me out. But, uh, out, man. As long as, as long as I get the text from my wife that says I look good. Oh, really? Right. So, so, send me the text, babe. Send me the text. <laughs> it's not the one she sent me. All right, now if you can't tell from that sound there, Ben Watson was late returning to camera from the commercial break after Burns made that joke about his wife, and Peter Burns did not come back on camera for that segment at all. Now, Watson was clearly, clearly upset, even though he didn't say much, but given his facial expressions, he was big boy mad, as the kids say. Buy or sell that Ben Watson overreacted to Peter Burns' joke. Burns also tweeted out a photo of them that said friendship afterwards, and Watson tweeted above it, he owes my wife an apology. Wow. Um, what was the, it's, it was amazing. That's more awkward than me and Diesel have ever been. <laughs> I'm going to... Fire cell that Ben Watson overreacted. Here's what I'll say. I'm going to buy, and here's why. Buy. And this does frustrate me. You're a professional broadcaster in that moment. Your job is to not make it awkward for the viewer. You want to beat the crap out of Burns? You want to go after him later? You want to make his life really difficult in the green room? I've seen all of those things. I saw some crazy stuff at Fox Sports 1. I was a part of some crazy stuff. But on camera, I think it makes you look small and petty and like an insecure man. I just, I just, what was the joke? I mean, I wouldn't make a joke about a guy's wife on the air, but was the joke that bad? Yeah, I. my first thought was that it was just inappropriate, but my guess is like, and maybe this is just me, like I've, I've never not worked with somebody I didn't get along with before D-Cell, so like I feel like Oh, I have. Like, the jokes probably happen in the green room. It just shouldn't have happened on TV. Yeah. But, the for, yeah, but like, the, the forgiveness should have been quick, and it doesn't feel like it was. See, I think I would go the other direction. I think you come on camera. There's a way, if you're good on broadcast, to come on camera and just be like, and just say really professionally, you know, hey, I'm going to be more of a professional than Peter here as I answer your question, Pete. And then, in the green room, go at it. Like, I've seen... I once saw Gary Payton, who's a great guy, would um would like come after me and we'd be joking. 
and a radio host from L.A. who's very well known here. His name rhymes with um, Schmackabopolis. Once misread, thought he could use a terminology with Gary that maybe you wouldn't use unless it's your friend, a colloquialism that that was just like a very pretty casual. But but Gary went at went from zero to one hundred on this guy. And it was just a lesson to me, like, you have to just be careful. No, You can't assume, because one guy makes a joke with another guy, you can make it, and you can't assume that, that folks are, are going to go easy on you because you're colleagues, but GP did it in the green room with nobody around. And it wasn't a big deal. He just alpha him, right? Like, just alpha him. Like, pretended to be physically angry. That's how I think you handle it, off camera. All right, let's squeeze in some soccer here. Last question. Now, in just over two hours from right now, the United States will play their first match in the group stage of the World Cup against Wales. Now, England already defeated Iran 6-2 to kick things off for Group B. Buy or sell the U.S. men's national team will be Wales to keep pace with England. That game finished 6-2? Yeah. Iran scored again? Yeah, PK off a review in the final minute or two. Are you questioning whether I'm all over this soccer? No. I'm all over it. No. Get, I mean, dude, that's where you should have been. Get this. Bye. Yes. None other yeah. than England. I missed the end. What was your question? Uh, buy or sell that the U.S. will beat Wales later this afternoon to keep so pace I, with England. My brother's a little uncomfortable. We gamble together. I've got a lot of money down on what is basically a two-to-one USA win. I've got USA 2-1. to one. I've got over two and a half goals. I've got USA wins in a comeback. I've got Wales first half. I've got Gareth Bale and Pulisic and Aronson anytime goal scorer. I've got, what else do I have? I have some other, I have some crazy USA 2-1 over Wales. Wales wins the first half 1-0. USA scores two goals in the second half. Bye, they win. So if Wales loses... Bye. Will you be doing double shifts the rest of the year to make up for and make yourself well, whole? We are up. I'm going to give you guys my exact bets. We are up. So we're in pretty good shape, right? Like we've been doing pretty good on the old on the old gambling thing. So I think we're – all right, here we go. Total goals, three, plus 340. Over two and a half goals, plus 145. Bale anytime goal, two to one. Pulisic anytime goal, goal four to one. Aaronson anytime goal four and a half to one. Wales first half three to one. USA come from behind win eleven to one. USA to win and both teams to score plus four fifty. Let's go! My goodness, I'm into it. I'm on it. Let's go. That's a little preview of what you're going to get in the BetQL app if you go and do the chat. Glad you told out. us which, now. Which bo- bogus sell bogus. <laughs> This is your company, dude. This is your parent company. Yeah, I'm doing my regular job for this company at that same time. You gotta support Odyssey, man. Everyone says I'm the problem. Uh, You're not. All right, you know what? I will not show up to WFAN or to WCBS 880 here in New York for my scheduled appearances this afternoon. And I'll say, oh, I'm sorry. I was helping Bill Ryder on the BeckQL app. Multitask. I can't. I'm on the radio. I can't believe in you. Sharing with you. What are you wearing? You're fancy pants. You're wearing a fancy coat with buttons. Get them. It's got a pop collar. Get it's a sweater. It looks, is that a coat? It's like a, it's like a, it's like I a, get what this. is it? Hair, like camel hair. Nope. None other than. Light Looking brown. good. Thank you. Put the shades on. Be you. I got them in the next room. Yeah, you do. Andrew Bogus is the man for his time and place. 
Looks like he's going to a ball. Let's uh, let's Over. all hang out together a little. Come on, you do look great. I'm wearing a shirt today with no holes in it for the first time in three days. <laughs> the other day I looked at Skype and I had just holes all on my chest. Yeah, fancy time. Deal with the clock, D-Cell. Deal? I'm going to bogus this thing, all right? The future's so bright i got to wear shades and a camel hair jacket. Let's talk Monday Night Football after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogus. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. It's Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio with Tom DeCelestino, the executive producer of the program. Thank you to Andrew Bogish. Thank you to Ty Dunn. This season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, the International Series, Holiday Triple Headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. It was cool taking uh, Henry last night to that Chiefs-Chargers game. First NFL game. I take sports for granted, I think, sometimes, Tom, because I go to them for work. That I realize I haven't taken my kids to enough. They've been to a soccer match, a couple in Barcelona. Been to Dodgers games, been to Angels games. Now Henry's been to a NFL game. I've never taken my kids to an NBA game. Wow. When I know. Surprising. I mean, obviously given what you work. what you do for a living. I need to get on that. When Will gets a little bit older, your son, he's right around a year and a half now. Where like what do you envision as as sort of these sports we haven't done a lot, and we should. I gotta be better at that. I think the first one, even though I've become less of a fan over the years, is probably a baseball game. That was right? our first, yeah. Probably. But, I mean, what's what's the right age for the first ever baseball game? So my, my buddy, Derek, brought his son, Wilson, and Wilson's in kindergarten. So that is probably, what, six? Yeah, right in that five or six range. Yeah, it was great. We had a great time. Had a great time. Um, we got another international game which you can hear, by the way, for free on Westwood One Streams and Odyssey app. In Mexico City today, got the Niners playing Arizona. I still think San Francisco has the capabilities of being a really dangerous team come the NFL playoffs. And I've sort of I've been on the record here that I think there's a chance by the end they're going to be one of the more, I think, Interesting teams that can make a deep run in the postseason. They're only 5-4. and four. That's where they are. It's a big game, though. Because if, if the Cardinals can scrap their way to 5-6, and six, which they would be if they won this game, and you think, like a lot of people do, that eventually Seattle's going to hit some kind of a, a wall. I mean, they've won four of their last five games, Seattle. It's a pretty tight division. I just, Kyler Murray's banged up. We don't know what's going to be the case there. Even when Kyler Murray is, is healthy, D-Cell, he has fallen for me into the I don't trust category. 
He's in the I don't trust category. And for me, I'm going to put them, if they were to lose this game, I don't care how they lose it, whether they get blown out, whether it's a last-second field goal. Season over. Yep, just like the Rams yesterday. It's over. Stick a fork in them. They're done. And I think they do lose this game. It's a long segment. Uh, I will be on the BetQL app about an hour before the game begins. USA versus Wales. Soccer! Come check it out. Again, download the BetQL app. Look for the chats. I'll be in there. DC will be hanging out because he's a great, great friend and a dedicated producer. We'll see you in that chat, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Oh, no. See you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.